Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Nothing says I'm dating from a place of unworthiness like someone fighting to maintain a connection that they know isn't good for them in the first place. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today I am excited about this topic because it piggybacks on last week's topic. No, it is not the same episode, (laughs) even though the titles are similar, but we are dealing with something different. So last week I talked about I did everything right, but I'm still single. That was more geared towards women who felt like You know, I've done all the things that people say to do, but I'm still single. So, like, what does that mean? And I just, you know, you can go listen to it. (laughs) Because, y'all, honestly, I don't be remembering what I be talking about. Because folks be emailing me, messaging me like, oh, girl, I love when you say X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, I said, what? Oh, that is so wonderful because I don't remember. (laughs) But um, today I'm actually going to be talking about I've been single for so long. Is there something wrong with me? Now, this one deals with a place where you get to a point in life where you've tried everything to get out of your single status, but you're starting to wonder, is the common denominator me? Is it me, Lord? Am I the drama? And I've been here before. Um, I've definitely questioned that. And I just want to open up by saying, I need you to dismiss that thought from your mind. I need you to divorce that mindset. I need you to stop thinking like that because it's a very dangerous way of thinking. Because when you start to live from a place of unworthiness, because that's exactly what it is, it's a stance of inadequacy. It's a stance that says, I'm not good enough, so I need to lower something about myself, lower my standards, or I need to adjust how I'm picking. Like, no, we're, we're not doing that. Now, I am not saying that we're perfect because we're not. But what I am saying is I know a lot of my followers do the work. Like a lot of women who follow me, listen to me, you're listening to me right now. Y'all have read all the self-help books. Y'all have gone to therapy. Y'all have healed. Y'all are beautiful. Y'all work out. Your bodies is right. Y'all got an education. Y'all got good jobs. Y'all are very agreeable. Y'all are great humans. You just so happen to be single. So you can start to wonder, oh my God, is it me? Am I wrong? Am I flawed? Right? So we all have areas of opportunity, opportunity, right? But I never want someone to view themselves as damaged goods. And the reason I say that is because I lived in a space of damaged goods for a long time. I felt like because 
I felt like because I had been single for so long, you know, going through high school, not having a boyfriend, going through college, not having a boyfriend, early 20s. I had a boyfriend, then that ended quickly because he was crazy. But, you know, going through that, not having a boyfriend, I started to define my value by my relationship status. And unfortunately, that's what society does. I don't know if it's because single women are just easy targets, but they love to tell single women why we suck. <laughs> okay. It's always a why single women suck fest out here in these streets. And I don't want you to listen to that rhetoric because it's not helpful. It's not helpful to feel flawed. It's actually more helpful to be delusional. It's more helpful to be extremely delusional about how great you are because if you're delusional about how great you are, you can convince others that you're amazing as well. Because think about it. The folks out here who mad delusional be winning because think of people like Kanye West. Kanye been delusional for a long time. He got y'all folks out here paying top dollar for homeless and alien shoes because he's that delusional. Okay, so understand that before you start questioning your worth and your value, you need to be delusional before you feel like you're damaged. <laughs> okay, all right. So I just don't want you, I never want the women who listen to me, I never want anyone, period, to feel like they're less than because of X, Y, and Z, because we're all valuable and I want everyone to feel that way, right? So I want, I, I took time to write down a list of how do you know when you have reached a point in your singleness where you feel too flawed to be in a relationship or you are dating from a place of unworthiness because when you're dating from a place of unworthiness, you're going, hopefully you remain single because if you end up in a relationship, this person is going to dog you out. Because, you know, we talk about, we talk a lot about men who are narcissists. We talk a lot about people who manipulate. They look for victims. They look for people with low self-esteem because you're easier to manipulate. You're easier to um, drag through the mud because you're going to stick around because you feel like you're too damaged to have something good. You know, in my life, it's, it's really sad that I remember in my early 20s feeling like too damaged because of X, Y, Z. I really can't even remember why I felt this way, but I know it started from like childhood, you know, not having a father, um, not having that reassurance in the home, being bullied, not really having that validation. And so I carried that over into like adulthood. So that made me pick or that made me view myself as not good enough. So I wouldn't, when a guy who I felt was on my level or above which is crazy in the, it's, you know, kind of you feel a little bit unworthy when you start to say stuff like, oh, he's out of my league. Oh, she's out of my, like stuff like that. You automatically know it's like, mm, you got to look at yourself sideways. But I would think like this person's out of my league and I was self-sabotage and they would genuinely want to talk to them. And later on, like in my late twenties, early thirties, I started to talk to these people from college and they would be like, girl, I liked you a lot, but you did X, Y, and Z, and it, the X, Y, and Z was me self-sabotaging because I felt too damaged to be with them. So I made a list of how to know when you are dating from an unworthy point of view, right? So number one, you yearn for a, you yearn for attention from men, be it healthy or unhealthy. So argue with your mama. I don't really care, but I want I want to say this. 
right now we're in an, a very interesting over-sexualized culture. So when you're in this culture, we like to say things like hoes is winning. We like to say things like, oh, the girls would be, the girlies would BBLs, get more attention, X, Y, and Z. But that's not positive attention. That's, that's sexual attention. That's unhealthy attention. That's atten That's not the attention that you want, in my opinion. And this is coming from somebody who has had a shape since she was 16. I've been thick since I was 16. Like I've had hips and a butt since I was 16. I've had grown men trying to come at me since I was 16. This was back before the Kardashians were hot, before Nicki Minaj was hot. So it wasn't uh, a positive things. I was looking as a, I was viewed as a sex symbol. Men were not trying to date me. They were trying to have sex with me because it was different. You didn't see bodies shaped like mine before the movement of BBL. So the attention I received, I hated it. Like even to this day, like I don't embrace being thick as much as women do nowadays, just because of the negative attention that it came with back in the day. So if you find yourself saying, oh, let me post this picture of me in a thong because I know it gets more likes or let me post this picture of me bent over because I know it'll get more likes. It's like it might get the likes and the attention, but it's not good attention. Why do you feel like you need to lead with your body in order to get a reaction? Do you feel like your body is the most valuable thing on you? That's that's not a good place. And I'm not judging you. I'm just saying you have to ask yourself that question because why isn't your heart enough? Why isn't your face enough? Why isn't your personality enough? Why isn't your sense of humor enough? So I don't want you to be out here looking for attention, healthy or unhealthy, mainly not unhealthy attention, but yearning for this attention. And when you get this attention, you're so like geeked about it. Like it makes you feel better as a person. Attention from another human shouldn't make you feel shouldn't put you in a better mood. Now I, I, I get it. Like if your crush respond to you, of course be excited about it. But what I'm saying is like getting attention shouldn't like make or break you. It shouldn't make or break you. Like it's okay to be excited about it, but it should make or break you. So that may be a sign that you're probably moving from a sense of unworthiness, unworthiness, if you know it or not Two. Sorry, my sinuses are sinuses. I don't even know how to say that with ING. <laughs> sinuses or sinusing. <laughs> um, two, you're a people pleaser. When you get in relationships, especially romantic relationships, you don't even look at if your needs are being met. You're literally only looking at if that man's needs are being met. That is a sure sign that you're dating from a point of view of unworthiness because... If you felt that you were worthy, you would be making sure that your needs would be met, baby. <laughs> like You're like, listen, dude, I don't really care. I, okay, cool. I'm meeting your needs. I know I'm fly. I know I'm great. I know I'm wonderful. But dude, you ain't even texting me in the manner I, I want to be texted. You're not even giving me the words of affirmation that I need that are required by my love language. You're not even taking me out because I require to, to be taken out every now and again. Like, what are we doing? You don't even want to spend quality time with me. Like, I don't even understand. So if you find yourself people pleasing in like every single romantic relationship, that is a sign that you are, you are dating from a place of unworthiness. Three, 
You tend to date beneath you. Listen, I have been here. And again, I don't like to do the whole comparison of, you know, this person's better than you, whatever, whatever. But what I say, when I say you tend to date beneath you, I mean, you tend to date people who you, you, you really don't want them, but they're just easier. They're just more convenient. So I'm gonna give you an example. Um, back in the day when I was in college, no, when I had just got out of college, I was a college graduate. I had an income. I had my own place. I had my own car. I found myself dating men who had high school diplomas, who did not have cars, who lived at home with their mom. I did not have kids. They had like two, three kids. What was I doing? Why was I doing that? I was doing that not because I wanted it, because some people don't care about that stuff. I did though. I was doing that because I felt like I was not worthy enough to date men on my level or above. So I needed to date the low hanging fruit because they would value me more. And if they left, I wouldn't care as much. Let's be honest. I'm being for real with y'all. I'm just being real. I'm just being real. So if you find yourself dating people who you know that you know if the option that you really wanted was in front of you, you would never look that person's way, that means you're dating beneath you. And you're probably dating from a space of unworthiness. Number four, you fight to maintain unhealthy connections. Nothing says I'm dating from a place of unworthiness like someone fighting to maintain a connection that they know isn't good from them for them in the first place. You know this person sucks. You know this person makes your edges fall out. You know this person got you losing hair, losing weight. This person got you breaking out in hives, but you still fighting to maintain that connection? For what? Be because you think you can't do no better? Why you think you can't do no better? Because you don't feel worthy enough. It's not a good look. I need you to get up on a, up out of there. I need you to get yourself, you know, some some increased self-esteem because we're not going to do that. We're not going to keep doing that, especially in the year of 2024. Go ahead and dust it all. Dust yourself off and try again because we're not doing that no more. And lastly, um, how you know you're dating from a place of unworthiness, you blame yourself after every breakup. I don't care if that man cheated on you, called your mama out her name, he wrecked your car, and he stole all your money out your bank account. You still blaming yourself. You do that because for some reason, you feel so damaged that you're always the problem. You're always the issue. That means you are dating from a place of unworthiness, and that is not good. And I need you to stop doing that. There, see, me, I'm the type of person, every time a relationship ends, I always look introspectively. Like, what could I have done better? Is there some fault can, that can be taken over my side, et cetera, et cetera? Back in the day when I was dating from a place of unworthiness, it was always me 100%. Nowadays, I'd be like, that fool crazy. <laughs> Nothing I could have done but not date him. That was the only thing. Okay, so... You definitely want to make sure that you're not always blaming yourself. So let me go down the list again. So how to know when you're dating from a place of unworthiness. One, you're a people pleaser. You're always looking out for that person's needs instead of your own needs. Two, you tend to date beneath you. Three, you fight to maintain unhealthy connections even though you know they're killing you. 
Four, you blame yourself after every breakup. And five, you yearn for attention from men, be it healthy or unhealthy, okay? So how do you fix it? How do you go from dating from a place of unworthiness to dating from a place when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply of I am great I am wonderful I deserve everything that I want and need how do you go to that place the reason I'm even covering this is because I know it's women out here who have been single for a long time and because of the time frame they've been single they have started to feel less valuable started to feel like they're lacking speaking of oh my god so I was <laughs> I was on TikTok the other day and something pissed me off and it pissed me off because this is the rhetoric that goes around that is so damaging and it makes me so upset and that's why I'm here but there was this young lady she had this live and what's crazy is I always skip her lives and I see why now but something in my spirit was like skip her live all the time but this day I was like let me let me hear what she talk about so some girl came on and she was like hey I'm in my early 30s and I feel like dating is kind of hard for me because I feel like when I was in my 20s, I was in my prime, but now I'm in my 30s and I'm not in my prime no more. And I feel like all the men want the younger girls and I just feel like, you know, I'm not good enough anymore, blah, blah, blah. Y'all know the lady agree with her? She was like, yeah, you know, when you were in your 20s, you were in your prime and you're not in your prime no more, but blah, blah, blah. I didn't finish because I was just appalled. I'm like, you really gonna sit on Beyonce's internet and tell this girl that she's no longer in her prime because of her age, which is a lie. Because I'm about to name folks who look better than me in their, their later ages. Ashanti, first of all. Ashanti was always beautiful. But when Ashanti became thick Ashanti, she was fine. She was fine, okay? Mary J. Blige. When she was in her 20s, wasn't nobody looking at Mary. But now Mary is, woo! Mary is fine. Kelly Rowland. Okay, Kelly was always beautiful, but I don't know what it is about Kelly this age. Kelly finer than a mofo. Okay, what are we talking about? Like, what are we saying right now? What do you mean? Essence Atkins has maintained her beauty throughout her life. Essence Atkins is 52 years old, looking that beautiful. 
What do you mean? We have to stop letting society dictate our value. That is the stupidest thing ever. I'm not, y'all, my cousin, I say this often. My cousin is 48. She's she's literally like the, my favorite human in the whole wide world. Like, if I had to judge all the humans, I'm sorry if my best friend is listening to this. I love you, but she's been here longer. My cousin is like my favorite human in, in, in the whole world. Like, I love her so much. And we resemble each other. Like, we look similar because she's my freaking cousin. She's my first cousin. She's my mom's sister's daughter. And she's 48. She's married. She's dope. Great personality. When we go out, I don't care where we at. If an older guy is around, he's not looking at me. He's looking at her. If a younger guy's around, he's not looking at her. He's looking at me. What I'm saying is the rhetoric that all older men want younger women is a lie. When you go outside, I'm telling y'all because I be outside. When you go outside, this internet stuff ain't real. It is a lie. Y'all got to go outside more. Okay, I live in Atlanta, okay? I live in Atlanta where it's supposed to be the dirtiest, stankiest, funkiest dating scene, which it can be. I'm not going to lie and say it's not. But at the same time, when I go outside, I'm debunking these myths that the internet is telling y'all because they're bitter and miserable and they feel like they're out of their prime. Baby, I'm not. My booty's still flat. <laughs> My booty's still fat. My hips still um, cute. Waist still small. It's giving what waist. I work out. Skin still look good. What is you saying? Ain't nobody out there prime. Get out of here. <laughs> like That just really made me mad. So if anybody feeling like y'all out y'all prime, get your life. Get your life. Because a lot of times you don't even find your, you don't even find your style, your flow, the proper hairstyle until you get older. I know for me, I'm a late bloomer. I recently just learned how to dress. <laughs> like I recently just started wearing purses and wearing makeup right. Like, right, because I used to wear makeup, but I wasn't wearing it right. I recently just started accessorizing. I recently, recently just started smelling good. So you're not going to sit here and tell me that my primes was in my 20s. Is you crazy? Get out of here. I don't have time. I don't have the time. All right, how to fix it. How do you fix when you're dating from an unworthy point of view? Because I don't want you out here feeling like you're unworthy of the love that you deserve and you're single because you're flawed. And that way you're going to be dating people or ended up married to people who you don't even want, who don't even want you. It's going to leave you in a loveless marriage. You're not going to like that person. They're not going to like you. I don't want, I don't want that for you. So let's, let's date above that. So number one, investigate why you feel worthy and why you investigate while you, why can't, I can't talk. <laughs> number one, investigate why you feel unworthy and where did that come from? Where did this sense of unworthiness come from? Did someone say something to you when you were younger? Did someone say you'll never amount to anything? Did someone call you ugly in middle school? Were you bullied? Like, it all starts from something. I know for me, mine started from being rejected by my dad at four and then going into elementary school, being bullied, then being bullied again in middle school, and then finally starting to, like, be noticed in high school it didn't matter because I was bullied so much before, rejected so much before that I like took on a mindset of I'm the rejected girl. Nobody wants me. I'm unchosen. I'm this, that, and the other. So I felt unworthy. And I didn't, I wasn't able to dig that up until I was like older and adult and went to therapy. So you got to find out where the root is, right? 
So how do you find out the root? You can pray about it. You can go to therapy. You can journal. You can figure it out. Some of y'all probably know. Y'all just haven't really faced it. I love the activity of writing a letter to yourself. I wrote a letter to my four-year-old self a long time ago just telling her what she needed in that moment when her dad abandoned her and rejected her. So that was very freeing. So it's a few ways you can go about that. Number two, take a break from dating to recalibrate. Um, I used to do these things called man fast all the time where like I would take breaks from dating and they weren't always long breaks. Some days, sometimes it was a week. Most of the time it was 30 days, but I would do that when somebody's son had me messed up and I I found myself questioning myself. And I was like, if I know if I date from this position that I'm not going to date in a healthy way and I don't want to be nobody's victim or be seen as nobody's victim. I don't want no narcissist coming after me. So let me go ahead and recalibrate and just take a break. So I would always suggest just to recalibrate so you can get your mind back in order and then get back in the game because I don't want you to keep dating from a place of unworthiness. And if you have a lot that needs to be uprooted, you might want to take longer than 30 days, but I would start at 30 days. Number three, build discipline in other areas so it can spill over into your love life. You see, a lot of our lives are not changing, not because we don't know what to do, but because we're too lazy to do what needs to be done or not lazy, but we just aren't strong enough or disciplined enough to do what needs to be done. Applied knowledge is the best because that's when your life change changes. It's kind of like knowing what to do to lose weight, but not actually doing what it takes to lose weight. That's not going to get you nowhere. You still going to be fat. So you need to apply that knowledge. And the only way to apply that knowledge is to gain the discipline in order to do it. I wasn't a disciplined person. One of the best ways I became more disciplined was, of course, through celibacy. But another way I became disciplined was doing things even when I didn't feel like it. Like, my emotions don't control me. My mind does. I'm always on autopilot. I don't care what I feel like doing. I'm going to do it because my emotions don't control me. A lot of us, our emotions control us, and that's what the issue is. That's why your life isn't changing. What I mean by that is... That guy calls you who you know is unhealthy instead of ignoring him because you feel like talking to him or you feel lonely, you're going to go ahead and answer the phone. No, we're not doing that because <laughs> my emotions don't control me, baby. I control my emotions. My mind controls me. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm too logical for that. So you have to get to a point in your life where you don't care about none of that. You really have to be above your emotions and really do what needs to be done. And the only way to do that is to become disciplined. The best way to become disciplined is to start doing stuff you do not like doing, you do not feel like doing it, and keep doing it. It's a great time to start. It's New Year. It's the New Year. I know everybody about to hit the gym New Year's Eve. How about this? When you usually quit on whatever your New Year's resolutions are, if that's going to the gym or is that being organized, or if that's like um, journaling, or I don't know what your New Year's resolution is. But I say you do that past your usual quit date. So instead of for two weeks, you do it for two months. Like keep going, because the more you keep going, the more you build a discipline muscle. And the more you build a discipline muscle in one area, the more you can be disciplined in another area. The reason I'm able to cut dudes off as quick as I am. The reason I'm able to maintain my sanity while being celibate or maintaining my sanity while, you know, being single and like literally I'm single single. Like I don't be dating nobody. <laughs> I just to be chilling. Like 
And when I say I'm not dating nobody, I mean, like, if I know that you're not for me, I will no longer continue just as something to do. Like, you're literally just cut off. You're no longer a part of my life. I'm just not doing it. I'm not wasting my time. Like, because when my husband comes, I want him to have free reign, meaning I want him to have to not deal with nobody. I don't want to have to heal from nobody. Nothing. I want to be ready, baby. So the able the the reason I'm able to maintain that is because I'm very disciplined. I can starve myself out from certain things because I know I want something better in the future, right? So you have to be disciplined. So let's recap. One, investigate why you feel unworthy and where did that come from. Two, take a break from dating to recalibrate. And three, build discipline in other areas so you can, so it can spill over into your love life. But I'm going to give y'all one more thing that can really help y'all really right now in this moment. Join my Embrace the Weight Challenge. Like, seriously. The reason I say that is this challenge ain't just about waiting. This challenge is about revolutionizing your single season. Because you need to know, one, me waiting does not mean that I am damaged. It just means that I am waiting. It just means my due season hasn't come yet. Two, you need to understand how to build unshakable self-worth. Because y'all's self-worth is shaky out here. Somebody hurt y'all feelings. Somebody dump y'all. Somebody do one bad thing to y'all and y'all self-worth is shattered. You over here questioning yourself. You think you ugly. You done, you like, oh my God, I'm so damaged. I, I can never like, no, 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 no. Nobody's son makes me question how wonderful I am. Literally after everything that does not work out, I'm already on to on some stuff like not everybody got good taste. He really fumbled the bag. He fumbled the bag. <laughs> like, come on. Delusional. Okay. <laughs> you gotta feel, build some level of delusion, okay? Three, you need to understand how to guard your heart while you're dating. How are you dating? Because a lot of y'all are dating frivolously. Y'all just dating out here and wonder why every week you're like, I'm never dating again. It's because you're not dating right. You need to guard your heart while y'all date. Y'all not guarding your heart at all. Y'all just let any Tom, Dick, and Hank just have your hearts and just run rapid with it. And then you just sitting here broken and mad at everybody when you did it. Because you out here dating all, all crazy. I'm teaching you how to date in a way that guards your heart. And four, I'm teaching you how to maintain your hope even after disappointment. Disappointment is just unmet expectations. And I know all of us have had unmet expectations, especially if you thought you'd be married by 25. I don't know why that was the age that everybody thought they was going to be married. And you 36, 35, 42, and you ain't been married yet. And you out here mad at everybody. And you like, I don't want no hope. I'm, I'm done. I quit. I give up. I don't want that for you. So, if you want to experience this, join my 28-day Embrace the Way Challenge that starts on January the 8th. I still have a few more spots left for the 50% off, but once that's done, it's done. So you have to type in the code FIRST5, but once that's over, you still can get 20% off with Early Bird as the promo code. Now, I will put this down in the link in my bio, but I want y'all to get this Embrace the Way Challenge because I want y'all in 28 days... I'm going to revolutionize it. I'm going to streamline it straight to what y'all need to do. Because everything I name, yeah, you can do it alone. You can do it by yourself. But with this 28-day challenge, every single day, you're going to have these really powerful journal entries that's going to show you how to do it way easier than trying to do it by yourself.
So it is only $98. Like for real, it's really only $98. And if you get the first five, it's $49. Like, come on, bro. That, that's super cheap. Y'all be spending that on your nails. Because why do nails cost so much right now? That is just really ridiculous. It really makes me mad. But anyway, that's really nothing. I really want y'all to go into this new year right I want this first year to revolutionize your entire year of dating, your entire year of your single season. You can do that right now by clicking the link to join the Embrace the Weight Challenge. Okay, go ahead and do it right now because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the way they dragging single women out here and making us feel like we the bottom, we gum at the bottom of a shoe. And that's just not what it is. Most of us are amazing. We're beautifully and wonderfully made. And I want y'all to realize that walking that power, Walk in that glow and you can do it when you learn how to embrace the weight. Okay, go ahead, click the link in the bio and get with the challenge. Like, come on. But until next time, I feel like somebody needs to hear this. I feel like somebody needs to see this. So go ahead and share this with your mama, your brother, your sister, your cousin. Well, maybe not your brother, but <laughs> your mama, your cousin, and your sister and your grandmama and them. Go ahead and share this with them because they probably feel a little crazy in a single season. And I don't want that for them. And remember to subscribe, to like, and share, and leave a five-star review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.